Welcome back, healthy people, to another fun episode of On Call with Dr. Randy. It's Christmas time, y'all, or it's whatever holiday thing you personally celebrate around this time. Be it either Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or Festivus, happy whatever it is to you. If you don't celebrate anything, happy Taco Tuesday. This drops on Tuesday, so happy Taco Tuesday to you. The holiday season is full of treats and sweets that will surely get your blood sugar up. Therefore, I thought it was only fitting that I discuss diabetes, or as some Southern people call it, the sugar. Diabetes is a group of metabolic disorders sharing the common underlying feature of hyperglycemia. Essentially, it is a condition where there is too much sugar, also known as glucose, in the body. That's why some people call it the sugar. A diabetic's blood sugar may be too high because the body has a problem with making insulin, the insulin isn't working properly, or both. Well, what is insulin, Dr. Randy? I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know necessarily what it is. Well, healthy person number one, insulin is a protein produced by your pancreas, which is a gland located in your abdomen area. Insulin acts to lower sugar levels by assisting its entry into cells. Think of insulin as a key and the cells of the body having a receptor that we will call a lock. When sugar is detected in the body, the pancreas releases a bunch of insulin, aka keys. The keys then attach to the locks on the cells. What are the locks again? Receptors on the cells. This opens up the cell and allows sugar to come into the cell to provide energy for it. There are two types of diabetes, type one and type two and they are based upon your zodiac sign. So type one diabetics are your cool zodiac signs like your Taurus, your Aries, your Sagittarius, um, your Pisces. Those are your type one diabetics. Those are the best ones and they are the most fun to be around. Your type two diabetics consist of your Cancers, your Geminis, Capricorns, and Dragons. They're type two because they're usually the ones that cause the most problems and full of a lot of drama. So that's why they're type two. <laughs> so these are only jokes, people. These are only jokes. The type of diabetic is not based upon what your zodiac sign. So I don't want you Geminis or Capricorns rolling up on me. Why well, I gotta be a type two diabetic, Dr. Randy? Then I'm gonna say, first of all, pull your mask up over your nose. I don't want you giving me the Rona. And second of all, it was just a joke. I even said dragons as type two diabetics. I threw in a Chinese zodiac sign on y'all. So you should have known that it was just a joke. So only jokes. But on a serious note, type one diabetics have lost the ability to produce insulin, most likely by autoimmune destruction. The body essentially attacks itself and is unable to produce insulin, AKA keys. So the body isn't producing keys in type 1 diabetics. This is the most common type diagnosed in people under the age of 20 and accounts for approximately 4% of the diabetic population. So it's not the most common type of diabetes overall, but it's the most common in the youth population. In type 2 diabetes, there is usually a combination of factors that contribute to its development. In type 2 diabetics, their insulin doesn't work as well, we call that peripheral resistance to insulin. 
and the body doesn't produce enough insulin. In essence, the body is not producing enough keys and the keys it does produce doesn't work as well on the locks. If you go to my Instagram at underscore Dr. Randy, I have a nice picture on there representing the lock and key aspect. Some of the early signs of diabetes include increased urination, blurry vision, dry mouth, and excessive weight loss. Diabetes increases a person's risk of having a heart attack, stroke, or kidney failure. They can have eye complications leading to blindness, and diabetics are at increased risk of having infections. Treatment includes, of course, diet and exercise, but also giving a person insulin, aka keys. I'm repetitious with this keys thing. Y'all won't look at keys the same, but giving a person keys, having the body produce more insulin, decreasing the amount of sugar the body absorbs, getting rid of more sugar via the urine and other mechanisms. So all the items that I just listed were basically the way medication works for diabetes. So that's it. Your quick summary of diabetes, aka the sugar. Speaking of sugar, let's get into this week's guest who knows a lot about sugar. Not because she is a diabetic, but because she makes sugary treats. Treats that you may need a little bit of insulin after eating them, but it will be worth it. This week's guest is one of my good childhood friends, Jessica Odom. Jessica is the owner of Jess Pudding, a sweet boutique in Houston, Texas, specializing in dessert-infused banana pudding. Jess Pudding currently holds a residency at Urban Eats Restaurant in Houston, Texas, located on Washington Avenue. In this episode, she'll share her success story of getting her pudding into a store, tips on dessert making, and the items she'll have in her free holiday recipe ebook. Yes, a free holiday recipe ebook. If you're looking for an inspirational small business story, ways to become a better baker, especially for the holidays and holiday dish suggestions, this is the episode for you. So sit back, enjoy this episode of On Call with Dr. Randy with Jessica Odom, CEO of Jess Pudding and one of the lead flag girls of the Lincoln High School marching band. Shout out to everyone who was in the band. I know Jessica's going to kill me for saying that, but I feel like it was worth it. Lord, don't let me die over a banjo. All right, so let's get into this episode with Jessica Odom, CEO of Just Pudding. So what's up, everybody? This is Dr. Randy, a.k.a. Dr. Noob, a.k.a. your grandma's favorite doctor. Chilling with my good friend, Jessica Odom. She's the CEO of Just Pudding. You can go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Well, my name is Jessica Odom. I am from Port Arthur, Texas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yay all day. Um, <laughs> I am the CEO of Just Pudding, JustPudding.com. And it is a sweets boutique that features um, dessert infused banana pudding. All right. That's fancy. Sweet boutique. Yes. <laughs> yes. So what made you start just pudding? Why not just cupcakes or just crawfish? Why specifically just pudding? Well, the reason why I started just pudding, um, I actually kind of was thrown into it. I was almost forced into doing it. Okay. Um, I would make my mother's banana pudding recipe for my mm-hmm. friends. 
So I would make them um, baby shower uh, gifts or birthday party gifts or just whatever for whatever event that they were having. And I started um, serving it to my coworkers at work. And they would beg me, like, could you please, like, make this for whatever event or just, you know, make me some. And they were like, well, we will pay you, like, if you just do it. And I was you like, must okay. be real good. Right. I was like, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> you know, if you're going to pay me, then absolutely, I'll, I'll do it. So it just kind of went from there. Um, and at first, it was just regular pudding. And um, this guy that I was dating at the time, I remember um, he tasted it and he was like, man, this reminds me of this pudding that my friend makes. And he adds like pecans and chocolate to it. And I was like, well, maybe I could, you know, infuse it with a dessert. So I started making it with brownies and making it with cheesecake and all kind of other different things. And it was actually really good. So I just ran with it and that's how it all got started. Okay. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about how the production process goes for you? Like you going to the store, buying all of this stuff. I know things may be different as far as COVID. You have people working with you or this is all you doing all of this? Well, (laughs) I wish people were working with me. Um, I haven't got that big yet. Okay. There we go. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking into existence. Absolutely. So I do everything myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I do everything myself. I do all my shopping. I do. I did my own website, uh, all my own marketing. Um, Of course, I make the pudding myself. So everything is just all me right now. As far as COVID is concerned, um, (laughs) it's really crazy. But my um, sales actually picked up like crazily. Okay. Um, Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> so I have a residency at Urbanese Restaurant, which is on Washington Avenue in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my pudding has been on the shelf there in their marketplace since November. So since November, I would say um, I would sell out, but it would take like two weeks, you know, mm-hmm. for me to completely sell out of a batch. And when COVID hit, you know, simultaneously, you know, all these things started happening in the media about um, black men getting killed or black people in general, you know, being Mm -hmm. killed by the police and all that. So black people have banded together and started supporting each other like tremendously. And I have absolutely benefited from that because um, at the restaurant, my pudding sells out now on a weekly basis. Okay. No, yeah, which is Mm -hmm. mind blowing for me. And I love it. And I, in return, do the same thing. I make sure that I try to visit a black owned restaurant or shop with a Mm -hmm. black owned business um, every week. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's been great. COVID has (laughs) crazily been, been great for me. Yeah, black people supporting black people. Absolutely. Just like my shirt segment, melanin all day, every day. Get that on my website, too. So you talk about you getting your product into the storefront. There's somebody out there who's listening now who wants to do the same thing, getting their product into maybe like a restaurant. What did you have to do to make that happen? So for this particular restaurant, um, (laughs) I had actually gone into this restaurant um, just one day on a whim for lunch. And I loved the environment, um, the way the restaurant looked, like the food that they served, it was just great. And um, <clears throat> the fact that they had a marketplace um, on the lower level, I thought to myself, well, I wonder if I could, you know, get my pudding in here. So mm-hmm. I 
I, I spoke with the owner um, that same day and asked him, you know, what what would someone have to do to, you know, get their product in the restaurant? So he gave me his card and he told me, you know, if, if I ever wanted to talk, have a conversation about it, just, you know, contact him. Okay. Well, uh, silly me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really do that right away. Like I was mm-hmm. still kind of iffy about truly making this a business and just kind of going for it. I kind of sat on it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe about a year later, um, just randomly one day I was, I think I was having a bad day at work or I didn't want to work that day. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. Like, I'm going to do something for myself today. Mm-hmm. So I got up, I got dressed, made myself up and I made a batch of my pudding. Mm-hmm. And um, I emailed the one of the owners and I asked him if I could come and present my pudding to him. So I went and I made a presentation. I let them. Well, okay. they, they, actually, they didn't taste it while I was there. Actually, mm. he actually told me no at first. Mm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, before I left, you know, I was just like, I, I can't accept that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I refuse to accept him telling me no, because I know that this is a good product. Like, I've had so many people tell me, like, that this is great. Right. So I said, listen, just give me a chance. Like, let me do a trial run and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And he agreed. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe two weeks later, I had my product on the shelf and I had all of my family and friends come out to support me and I sold out and I kept selling out. <laughs> so they kept me. So currently, like I'm, I'm working on um, getting into a grocery store like HB mm-hmm. Central Market. Um, that's a little bit more intricate. You really have to have all your ducks in a row from a business standpoint. Right, right, right. So those are the things that I'm working on right now, just making sure that all of my documentation is correct. But okay. Um, okay. I, I have a feeling that hopefully I, I say and give me like another year or two and I want to be on the shelf in HEB. Okay. I believe you'll be on the shelf. And for those who don't know, HEB is a grocery store that's located in Texas. It's kind of like, let's just say a better better (laughs) version of Kroger. We'll say that. um, Hopefully Jessica's story will serve as an inspiration to others who are listening as far as having a door closed and not stopping, just continue to reach and go for your dreams. So if there's somebody out there and you slid into their DMs and they said, no, just, just keep trying. Um, Maybe, maybe they'll give you a trial run, just like Jessica had a trial run with her restaurant and maybe it'll work out for you. But I mean, if she says no again, just, just, just let it go, bro. Just let it go. So you're early in the infancy of your business. What have you learned during the early stages? What I have learned, I'd say the the most valuable lesson for me is learning how to maximize what you make or maximize your profit. And what I mean by that is, you know, people, well, I would hope that people understand, you know, having a business means that you're going to be spending money. You're going to be spending a lot of your own money, especially Mm -hmm. when within the first couple of years. Yeah. So you're not going to be in the green. Absolutely not. (laughs) I mean, some people do that, but Mm -hmm. typically that doesn't happen. Definitely not in the first year. So Mm -hmm. there are a lot of ways that you can cut corners, um, getting an LLC, like, you know, all those things maximize your profit and it it makes certain that your business can grow and scale. Mm -hmm. So, that's probably the biggest lesson um, that I've learned aside from not accepting no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. All right. 
And do you have any plans on expanding the products that you have besides like the pudding? Like, um, Actually, I do. So um, the way that I want to expand is do kitchen supplies, like making okay. supplies, things like that. And then also I'm actually working on a cookbook or a recipe ebook right now that I want to have come out. So this recipe book um, is basically going to be a, a book comprised of all the recipes from my family. Okay. Um, just because uh, I'm a woman who was raised in the South and mm-hmm. food is a huge deal to families in the South. It's how mm-hmm. we show love for each other. And, you know, it, it, it gives you a certain nostalgia about how you were raised and the relationships you have with different people in your family and how meals that they prepare for you, how it makes you feel. So right. um, I'm working on that. Okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, whatever else, you know, God throws my way and, and tells me, you know, mm-hmm. that he wants me to do, I'm absolutely going to do it. I believe in using all of my t- my gifts and sharing it with everybody. So and I think I saw you doing tea cakes too as well. I, yes, I did. <laughs> I did add um, tea cakes uh, okay. to my repertoire on my website. So um, tea cakes are also available. Okay, good. So it's the holiday season. Jessica, tell us what some of your favorite desserts are. Oh, okay. So some of my favorite holiday desserts are probably red velvet cake. Mm. Red velvet cake is probably my most favorite. Um, I also love any type of cheesecake. And two for two with me right now. Ah, let me see what else is my favorite holiday dessert. Well, this isn't really a dessert, but my favorite all-around meal for any holiday would be mac and cheese. Okay. Why mac and cheese? Well, okay. So it's mac and cheese because my grandmother makes this fire mac and cheese, and she used to make it um, since I was a kid. So, of course, as I got um, older, I learned how to make her mac and cheese. And it's actually in my recipe guide. So it's literally my favorite thing in life. Is it a little burnt on the top? It's a little burnt. It's a little burnt. <laughs> it's not mac and cheese if we don't have that little crispy, you know, brown on the top. Right, right. There are only certain meals or dishes that it has to be a little burnt. Absolutely. Right, to taste as, as well as it should. So maybe you can answer this thing that I've heard before about red velvet cake. Some people have told me that red velvet cake is just chocolate with uh dye but i I knew you were gonna say that so it is red velvet cake is just cocoa you know with some red coloring and i would be the first to say that i was devastated to find that out as an adult just because i'm not really a huge chocolate fan so when i found that i was just like what but i still love it so it's still one of my favorites I don't care what anybody say. Red velvet is red velvet. It's its its own separate category. Right, right. Vanilla, chocolate, red velvet. Red velvet. You're not one and the same. You're a pro at making desserts. So what are some of the do's and don'ts when people are baking holiday desserts? Oh, do's and don'ts. Okay. So um, I'll start with some do's. Um, I will say you should definitely plan ahead, Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're going to be hosting any type of holiday party or anything like that. Um, I would also say um, use unsalted butter. (laughs) Mm. And I say that um, 
just because, you know, in, in communities of color, we tend to have a lot of issues with high blood pressure and, you know, all those different things. So when you're baking desserts, you know, just kind of consider those things. And there's really no need for salted butter. Just use unsalted butter and season it to taste. Look at um, tying it back into the health stuff. Listen, right? I, I, I'm talking to a doctor here, aren't I? <laughs> part of me was like, I don't agree with that. But the doctor part was like, yeah, she right. She right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can always add in, you know, as much as you would like. But just don't start. Just don't bust out the gate. Mm-hmm. you know, with, with the salt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just um, if you're making any type of cakes or pies or anything, always make sure that your like cream cheese and butters are um, room temperature. And mm-hmm. it just makes things a lot smoother and softer when they come out in the end result. Uh, for the don'ts, <laughs> um, I'd say my biggest don't would be don't ever um, try something new at the last minute. Mm. (laughs) And I have a lot of experience with trying things new um, at the last minute or when I shouldn't have. I tried to do um, an egg roll series, a dessert egg roll series back in October, right? Mm -hmm. So I gave myself a deadline of about maybe two weeks where I was gonna unroll, you know, these dessert egg rolls. And I waited until like the week before to try to, you know, get the recipes together. And it was, a disaster. So, <laughs> again, you know, you said, why was it a disaster? Yeah, what made it a disaster? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I thought, and you know, for me, I do a lot of baking and I try a lot of different things. So I just always feel very confident that whatever I try, I can get it, you know, the first go around. Well, I was sadly mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend was actually here and she tried to help me. It was, it was just bad. I just couldn't get the egg rolls and the dessert to mesh well. And it just, mm-hmm. I had to cancel the whole thing. So it was, oh, it was mm. So just always plan ahead. Don't try anything new. And especially if you're hosting, don't try anything new because your family is definitely going to talk about you real bad. So get you a little practice in like weeks before, you know, and see if your dessert is going to come out the way that it should. Okay. So experimenting with new desserts or new meals or new sides the day of the day before. Not a good idea. That's a no, no. With no. <laughs> so you're going to be making a holiday book full of desserts. What inspired you to make the book? So um, I was originally going to do a um, an ebook for recipes that were inspired by my family, but I am a true to heart Christmas baby. So I decided that I wanted to do a holiday recipe guide um, that features some recipes that are um, from myself and then others that I have found from other bakers that I like or admire. Um, and again, I am a true Christmas baby. My birthday is the day after Christmas. So I love everything about the holiday. I love the food, especially. I love being with family and, you know, incorporating food and desserts and all that. It just adds to the experience. So I just wanted to share a lot of um, recipes that make me happy, um, you know, that would possibly make you and your family enjoy your holiday a little more. All right. So what kind of recipes are in the book? So... Um, my favorite recipe in the book is a cinnamon roll French toast bake. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a mixture of cinnamon rolls and French toast, as it states. 
And it's a great uh, breakfast dish um, that you can make in the morning of Christmas um, for your kids to enjoy, you know, while they're opening their gifts. And, you know, it's just perfect snack, you know, for the entire family. Um, of course, the uh, mistletoe margaritas is okay. Also okay. a big favorite. <laughs> oh, the mac and cheese. Um, the mac and cheese, again, is my granny's recipe. So it is definitely top of the list. So you should definitely try the mac and cheese for sure. And then I have a, um, I love cocoa, like hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have a really good Mexican hot chocolate recipe for the guy as well. Okay. Mexican? (laughs) Oh, muy bueno. Yeah. El grande. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mexican cocoa. Okay. So it's more than just desserts in there. And so yes. some cocoa recipes, margarita recipes, some sides. About how many recipes do you have in your book? Uh, there are about 10 recipes. And I have a bonus vegan recipe, just as you requested. <laughs> Got a bonus vegan recipe. A bonus vegan recipe. And then I have, you know, I think one or two um, where you can um, make the original ingredients vegan. So now, of course, you know, you can make high cocoa vegan just by adding almond milk. So just little um, changes like that, that you can do to make things vegan. So what's the vegan recipe that you have in your book currently? Um, One of the, well, the bonus vegan recipe that I have are some snowball cookies. Okay. And um, they are vegan. They look like little snowballs and they're delicious. They have pecans and butter not butter, vegan butter in them. I was about to say butter, but it's vegan butter in the ingredients and they're really good and soft and doughy. Okay. You can't even tell that they're vegan, or at least I don't think so. So Okay. So she got eight balls, uh, snowball cookie recipe over there in her book. So, <laughs> so where can people get your recipe book from? So the recipe guide is going to be on my website and um, you can find it at justputting.com backslash just for fun blog. Okay. Justputting.com backslash just for fun blog. Just for fun blog. Yes. J-E-S-S for fun blog. It's the letter for or the word for, you know, people out here. I'm just going to spell it all out for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's J-E-S-S. F-O-R-B-L-O-G. All right. Thank you. And is there a cost with the book or is it free? No, no. The recipe guide is a free recipe guide. Did y'all hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Free. She's giving away the recipe book. All you got to do is go to the website and download it. It's real simple. If you happen to be in the Houston area, go and support her at what restaurant are you currently at? At Urban Eats Restaurant on Washington Avenue. Okay, so hit up Urban Eats Restaurant, get some of her beautiful and delicious pudding that she sells at that restaurant as well. So I thank you for being on the podcast and sharing some of your recipe tips and your story of how you went from making desserts in your kitchen to grinding and actually getting it in the store. And we're going to pray that you eventually get in the giant grocery store chain of H-E-B and you will eventually own the Walmart that you said that you would own in middle school. Yes, these are things that I remember that Jessica told me over 20 years ago, but I don't know why I still remember that. You know, it's so funny that 
that's so my personality. I've had so many businesses in my life and it's just, it's just so crazy that you can pick up on those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> I didn't know they were franchising Walmarts, but <laughs> that Jessica will get a, a Walmart one day and have her own, <laughs> putting in her own store. So yes, once again, please. y'all hit up her website and what's your IG handle? Just putting pop-up. Okay, just putting pop up. So y'all follow her on IG as well. So we'll have Jessica back for Randy's random questions. So welcome back. We have Jessica, CEO of Just Pudding. She's sitting down for Randy's rapid questions. Are you ready, Jessica? Yes, I'm ready. All right. So you're a world traveler. Where's the best <laughs> place that you've ever traveled to? Ooh, okay. <laughs> the best place that I have ever traveled to, I would have to say, is Jamaica. Okay. And um boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I'm fully in love with Jamaica. Like okay. I went to Jamaica in 2016 with a group of friends and it was amazing. Like mm-hmm. for me, you know, it's it's a country of, of all black people and the love that they give you is just like amazing. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. the food is great, you know, you you're Never gonna not have a great time there, so that's probably my favorite. Yeah, I've been there once, and the water was just so beautiful and so yeah. blue, and swimming with the fishes and having all of those spicy food that they have. I had a real good time. If you could give a sample of your pudding to one celebrity, who would it be? Oh, probably Oprah. Okay, why Oprah? I mean, why not Oprah? Like, <laughs> I would give it to Oprah because you know. I would blow up, you know. <laughs> Are you trying to get on Oprah's favorite things? That's what it is. Absolutely am. Yes. Okay. Okay. That would be a dream for me. You want her sitting on the front of her magazine eating some of your pudding. Yes. That's what you want. Yes. Okay. All right. So what makes people in the band so special? <laughs> so me and Jessica were both in the band so that's why she's laughing about this question because we know all the foolery that occurred and people in the band they can relate to this it's just the fun about being in the band what makes people in the band so special Mm -hmm. well for me honestly um I remember I can't remember which band director it was but I remember being really young and hearing someone say people that study music um, are naturally smarter. And I feel like all the people that I grew up with, that I studied music with and played music with, we're all in a great place. We're like mm-hmm. <laughs> entrepreneurs, doctors and everything, you know? So, um, the bond that I, I had with those people as a child, I still have to this day. And it's just right. one of the things that, you know, define my life really, because mm-hmm. it, it's just a bond that is extremely special. So, it was great for me. I right, think. right. Study music are amazing. 
Yeah, people in the band were different just from people who played football, just from yeah. people who played like wearing drama, basketball, cheerleading. Everybody had their own individual cliques and yeah. in high school and stuff, and everybody has their little unique characteristics and quirks about them. Yeah, and it was just fun, you know. It was it was it was something to do. It it kept mm-hmm. us as young kids from being in trouble, and it you know kept us focused, and it was just a great time. Right, right. Um, a couple of the pictures that you use for your pudding, you use some little kids in those pictures. Do you happen to pay those kids? Are you contributing to their college funds? Now look. <laughs> First of all, one of those kids is my godson. Okay. 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 And the other is a really close friend of mine. It's her daughter. And so when Oprah gets hold of my pudding, <laughs> then I'm going to put my babies through college with that pudding money. Okay. All right. There we go. They're going to get their share when it's time. <laughs> so y'all just make sure y'all use good marketing schemes and the pictures that she used, they're very um, enticing as far as making you look at the picture and see what it's selling. You can always stop what you're doing when you're seeing kids looking like they're happy using a product. So, I mean, it's a good way to draw those those kids in. Um, next question. You're very fashionable. Where do you get your fashion sense from? Um, where do I get my fashion sense from? Well, mm-hmm. when I was younger, um, my mom would buy me magazines. I used to have boxes and boxes and boxes of magazines. Every time I went to the grocery store, I had to buy a new magazine. So I feel like um, that is pretty much where my passion for fashion came from. It's, it hasn't always been that way because mm-hmm. I am a curvier woman. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's always been harder for curvy women to have good fashion mm-hmm. and it probably hasn't truly happened it, until maybe five or six years ago. Right. Um, I think that's, that's pretty much where I got my fashion sits from. I've, I've always loved high fashion magazines and things like that. Okay. We're going to make sure we put that picture of you with that nice uh, Fox that you had laying <laughs> <laughs> across your chest. We're going to make sure we insert that right there. And then last question. If yeah, you had one, I was in Paris, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good picture. I mean, I'm I'm not saying it was a bad outfit choice. It, it was good. I mean, I, I don't know if the fox was still moving or not. It was, <laughs> it was definitely a good fashion choice. Uh, last question. If you had one word to describe 2020, what would it be? Uh, am, am I allowed to swear on this? Um, I mean, this is an open platform here. All right. Okay. If I could use one word, um, I would say challenging. I would okay. say it has, has been very challenging mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's been a rough year of course, but at the same time, there have been a lot of blessings that have been bestowed upon me, especially during mm-hmm. the whole COVID situation. It's, it's really unfortunate what's happening. People are losing their lives. People are getting sick. Um, but you, you always have to find the good in everything. So um, anytime there's a challenge, you, you have to show up and, and overcome it. So I think that it being challenging pushes people to be a better version of themselves when we come out of this because people oh, yeah. are 
you know, people are starting businesses. People are, you know, coming up with all kinds of creative ways to make money for themselves. And mm-hmm. I think that's a great thing. You know, they wouldn't have done that otherwise. So. Right, right. I totally agree. Challenging times. You have to reach down deep inside of you and pull out the best in you to make stuff happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So we'll let you off the hot seat now for Randy's rapid questions. Um, you can relax now. You can breathe. Woo. I love it. So y'all make sure y'all go out there and support her products. And I'll catch you next time, Jessica. Thank you. Hey. That's it for another great episode of On Call with Dr. Randy. I hope you really enjoyed it. Be sure to follow Jessica at Just Putting Pop Up on Instagram. That's all one word, Just Putting Pop Up on Instagram. Well, not the Instagram part. If you're ever in the Houston area, make sure to check her product out at Urban Eats on Washington Ave. I know a lot of my listeners are world travelers and may end up in Houston one weekend. One of my good friends from medical school has a list of places she likes to go to when she travels to a new city. She may have looked them up or saw them on a Food Network show, but she will make sure she hits up each spot whenever she goes to a new city. It could be 15 different places and one item from each, but she will go to each spot. Make sure going to Urban Eats on Washington Ave to get Jessica's pudding is on your list when you travel to Houston. Also, make sure to go to her website to get her free holiday recipe book. Who doesn't like free? In my first three episodes, I provided three people who are giving something away free. If you haven't taken advantage of these offers, that's on you, buddy. I'm even giving you free info, but you can still purchase my book, Appendicitis, on Amazon and HeinzEntertainment.com. In it, I provide the summary of diabetes that is outlined like I discussed earlier. It even has a drawing of the lock and key representing receptors and insulin. I know some individuals like myself are visual learners and need pictures. And just a quick summary of diabetes. Once again, diabetes is a disorder that occurs when the body has too much sugar. This can be from not producing enough insulin and the insulin not working properly. Early symptoms can include increased urination, blurry vision, and excessive weight loss. Treatment includes diet, exercise, and medications such as insulin and others that help to reduce sugar levels. For the full summary, listen to the beginning of the podcast or get my book. Of course, I prefer the latter since you're at the end of the podcast. Be sure to rate, like, subscribe, and share with others. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, put a comment on there, hopefully a positive one. I would prefer that. Shout out to all my international listeners and my type 1 diabetics. My Taurus people, Aries and Tigers, we're number one, y'all. We're number one. I'm just playing playing around again. I'm still unnecessarily throwing Chinese zodiac signs in this. My black self sure wasn't going to use the monkey Chinese zodiac sign. But anyways, see you healthy people again in two weeks. We'll be talking about the benefits of exercise and pole dancing Mm -hmm. as we get into the new year. Lord, 2020 is almost over. I'm so ready to divorce this year. See y'all healthy people again in two weeks. Stay healthy physically and mentally.